0: Today, we're talking with Braden White, Cam Hoekstra, and Brayden Cashman about their achievements with the David Proudy basketball team this year. First of all, it's great to have you all here, and congrats again on such an amazing season. Thank you. It's nice Thank to be dear. here. So I'll start off with a question for all three of you. Uh, you were all captains of a record-breaking team with a regular season record of 18-0 and and a final record of 25-1. and When did it really hit you that this team was something special?
1: Uh, for me, it was the first week. How competitive our practice was, we all started to see how good we could really be
2: uh for me i'd have to say the milbury game because coming into the season they were like the team to beat in swickle and when we beat them i kind of realized how good we were
3: i knew we were gonna be good from last year coming off 17 wins in a row and thing in the regular well how many was it braden 15 15 in a row then we lost to granby talks about cam coming been playing with cam since town basketball there's talks with tyler coming Been playing with him since town basketball so I knew we were going to be good, a lot of chemistry, but yeah, the Millbury one too really helped solidify that.
0: So how many players from last year are still playing on this varsity team? Three.
3: Just three? Yeah. Three or four.
0: So definitely a newer team this year. Yeah, than way newer team. So for the first time since 1982, David Prouty are Clark tournament champions. Throughout that game, it was very back and forth, all the way through double overtime. When you're in that position of being down towards the end of the game, how do you rally the team to keep fighting?
1: Uh, we just try to stay positive, keep praising each other, and we believe in each other to make the plays down the stretch.
2: Yeah, Coach O'Connor and the rest of our coaching staff did a great job, like especially in timeouts after a mistake was made or something like that, of just lifting
1: each other up and just making the next play. There was no negative energy in, in any of our timeouts, so we felt pretty good.
3: Yeah, you just have to be there for everyone. Like I remember when JJ was taking those free throws. He won't admit it, but we looked at each other, and I was like, calm down. You're all good. Hit both of them. He won't admit to it, but it
0: happened. So would you say as captains that lies mostly on you guys, or would you say that the whole team's lifting everyone up?
1: I think the whole team. Whole team. We're all
0: positive to each other.
1: Especially
2: towards the end of the year. Like We've been with each other for so long throughout the season that like we all knew to like bring each other up.
0: So I'll move to Brady now. You've been with this team since freshman year. What would you say your favorite moment across your time as a party player has been? I'll tell you what,
3: JV, that JV was a blast. <laughs> JV was actually so fun. The coaching, just, it was so fun. But favorite moment as a party player was definitely our senior night. That many people in the gym. The, like, technically last regular season game in there. And just the atmosphere the, against her rivals, it was just fun. So you bring up JV.
0: Would you say that definitely helped prepare you for you know these future seasons and made you a better player?
3: Yeah, I would say so. I I love JV just because it was like it's laid back kind of. You can like do whatever you want. Well, not you can't do what you want, but it's definitely laid back than varsity, and it's just exciting. Definitely. So I'll
0: move to Braden now. Um, obviously, big headline for you is a thousand points um and you did it in only three seasons how did it feel you know making that basket and you know breaking that record getting to that achievement
1: oh uh, it was an amazing feeling when COVID canceled the sophomore season there was some doubt if I would reach the achievement that I wanted to since becoming basketball player and the hard work that I put in was rewarded to getting the goal
0: to Cameron Brady you know how has it been watching him work for this achievement you know through seeing yeah. practice and stuff
1: since, like, third
2: grade we played with him, we know how, like, good he is and how much he wanted to be, like, great. Even though I didn't go to school here, like, the last three years, I still know knew how good he was, and it's, it wasn't a surprise to me when he got it.
3: And it, it wasn't even third grade to eighth grade on that town basketball team There was every summer, every second we got to play basketball outside of school, like all the spring leagues we played in. It was just, you knew it was going to happen. Definitely. And Kim, you mentioned, you know, about transferring
0: here from Quabbin. What would you say was the biggest difference between the team here and the one you played for before?
2: Um, in the practices, first of all, like when I first came here, the practices were way more competitive, way more like upbeat and not like so set in stone. And I think that made me not only a better basketball player, but a better leader for this team. So,
0: yeah. Would you say like it was the coaches or was it the captains that really made, you know, you're taking these practices competitively?
1: I think both the coaches they set up what we they tell us what we have to do, but the players really lead each other in the drills, keep up the energy, and just attack the drills
0: definitely huh. so Braden, do you have any pregame rituals, whether it be like a superstition favorite pregame meal or whether you, you know you listen to a song beforehand to get you
1: ready um before every game during the warm up I do this dribble series at round half court just to get my body prepared for the in-game movements. But
0: that's about it for mine. And can you can you explain the the tape on your knees?
1: Oh yeah, that's I guess that could be a superstition too, but um at a basketball camp a trainer did that for me. And then so ever since then I've just done it every game.
0: Definitely. Brady, lots of big games this season. How do you mentally prepare? For such big games.
3: Well, you see, it depends on the game. If it's a weekend game, most of us, you know, go out to Sturbridge Coffee House to get Sanchez, you know. <laughs> uh, so the weekend, yeah, just go there, hang out, and then just go home, shower, go shoot around, and play. If it's on a weekday, though, it's a home game. I'll go home and come back right away. And then if it's an away game, I usually just stay here, get Dippins. Eat and then leave.
0: So you say you know it depends on the game.
3: Would you say it depends? You
0: would prepare differently for these you know bigger games versus the games you would say you feel more you know comfortable as more easier wins, or do you prepare you know equally for both?
3: Well, I would say I prepare equally for both, but it's definitely there's more stress during the day for those bigger games like the Clark games or the state games. It's definitely more pressure.
0: Mm, Is it the same with you know you Cam and Brayden? Yeah. Uh, Yes, it is. Cam, to you, uh, what advice do you have for, you know, these young basketball players who hope to be in your position, you know, playing for their high school someday?
2: Yeah, uh, um, I'd have to say just, like, work hard and take it seriously, but also have fun with it at the same time because, like, it goes by very quick. Been playing for, like, what we say, like, third grade, so this is, like, yeah, it went, like, by, like,
1: you know, like, a blink of an eye. It's, like, insane.
0: So, yeah, you've been all playing together now for since third grade?
1: Uh, yep. Yeah, we took a little break when Cam decided to go to Quava. <laughs>
0: Yeah. But what would, you know, you've been playing together, you know, for so long. What does the future hold now? You know, for all three of you, as far as your basketball careers are concerned, is this it, or are you you know going further in college?
1: Uh, I'm going to continue to play at Fitchburg State. See how that goes.
2: I think I'm going to try to play at Wizard State or Westfield. I'm not sure where I want to go yet, but yeah,
3: my basketball ended. But <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I. You know, I'll still play like with them and like the summers and stuff, pick up like that. But yeah, we're always
2: playing whether it's at like wire or like one of our houses.
0: And you'd say, you know, that kind of playing together has definitely contributed to your chemistry. Yeah, 100%. Definitely. Um, For all three, what would you say is the best piece of advice you've heard from a coach or mentor?
1: Um, A coach taught me the two principles of discipline and being coachable. Discipline just doing the things you don't want to do, that's when you have to do it. That that will lead to being great. And then coaching, being coachable, that's the coaches, they put you in the game. They decide if you play. So being able to listen to them and do what they say will get you on the court.
2: Uh, I think a quote that all of us have heard is, hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. And I don't know, that's like the first one I thought of because I feel like that Every basketball player needs to work hard to become good. And Coach O'Connor throughout the year has been a great mentor. I don't have a specific quote on him, but like throughout the year, he's lifted everyone up.
3: I don't really have a best piece of advice, but I'll I'll just I said at the end of our state finals game when we lost, and last year when we lost to Granby, our coaches told us I don't know why I remember this so vividly, but he looked at us all and he said, "Just remember the feeling for the younger guys next year. You don't want to lose like this." And I I would say we brought that on to the next season. We didn't forget that feeling. But, like, to the younger guys for this year, I said in the locker room, I said, remember the feeling of losing. You definitely don't want that.
0: Definitely. You guys mentioned a lot about um, your coach. You know, how would you describe his coaching style You know, in practices or, you know, during these timeouts in games or halftime, things like that? You know, how does he really motivate the
1: team? Uh, he puts a lot of trust in his players and his captains. And he lets us make a lot more decisions than I think probably a lot of coaches do. And he likes to play a really fast play style, which I think suits our team very good. And it led us to our success that we had this season.
0: That's good. Cam?
2: I agree with pretty much everything Braden said. Like in practices, he would let us just compete every day, get better. And on the floor, he asks us what we want to do more than we ask him what to do. That makes sense? So, yeah.
3: No, our coach, he definitely, he connects with us outside of the court too, which makes it better. Like he makes sure we're, we're all good before basketball. And then I think that helps us in basketball too, because we're all connected on a different level.
0: We have to talk about the fans. Never before has a proudy team had this much support from not just the entire town, but also David Proudy alumni from all over the state. How much has it meant to the team and to you as individuals to have this kind of support?
2: Yeah, the fans have been great this whole year. It Kind of propelled us through like the regular season and into the playoffs. Like, was it the neighborhood house game? But I don't, I don't remember. But the fans like showed up at like five o'clock, like an hour early. Like when we were still in our like other clothes, shooting around, fans were showing up. So that was, that's like one of the things I remember most about our community this year, and it was just insane.
3: Uh, I just thought it was actually like beautiful, just looking up in the state final game and all the fans in the. In the crowd, like, that whole section across from us was all proudy. Behind us, there was the Taconic fans, but, like, there was nearly as many as there was of us. Um, I just remember when I was watching, like, Driscoll play on the 2017 team, how packed that gym was. And it was amazing to see that gym as packed as it was then when we were playing.
1: We felt the support of, like, the whole town behind us.
0: They brought a lot of energy in the games, and we have just fed off that. So last last question. Do you have any final remarks either for the future David Proudy team or for the fans who have supported you this season?
2: Um, I'm excited to watch next year's team, and I hope they do as good as us. They probably won't because that's I think we're going to be the best team in Prouty history, but I hope they break our record and go 26-0 and win the state final.
3: Definitely a lot more pressure on next year's team, but I think they can do it. And thank you to the fans.
1: Uh, thank you for all the fans for the support and for anyone who is up and coming and wants to be have the success that we had this year that if you work hard enough that
0: you can do it. Well, congrats again on such an amazing season and thank you for being here on the podcast. Thank you. Thank, thank you for having
3: us.